0: Welcome to the Symphony Podcast. What's up, Matthew?
1: What's up? What's up? How you doing? Good
0: morning, morning, dude. We're all weekend. We chatted about doing this episode, and here we are. Monday, publish day. We're finally getting it out.
1: Yeah, we like the pressure.
0: <laughs> the fourth <laughs> quarter. Um, I was listening to a Joe Rogan episode with uh, it's episode eighteen twenty nine with a cognitive neuroscientist named Bobby Azarian. 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 Um, and I haven't honestly heard many good episodes of Rogan recently. He, after the last couple months, in my opinion, has, has been a little bit uh, lackluster in terms of I the agree, gift. actually. Yeah, For I haven't I haven't even
1: really listened to any of them just because I haven't really been grabbed by any of the titles or the guests.
0: Yeah. But as soon as you see cognitive neuroscientist and author of The Romance of Reality, How, univ- how the Universe Organizes Itself to Create Life Consciousness and cosmic complexity. You're like, Oh, that
1: seems like, it sounds <laughs> relatively interesting. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, long story short, basically I, I was listening to this episode and Bobby had a quote about chaos and about uncertainty, which are pretty hot topics in this uncertain chaotic time, I guess, depending on how you look at it, it might not be that chaotic, but anyways, um, and I connected in my mind, what he was saying to, uh, podcast on the Aubrey Marcus show with Dr. Zach Bush and Charles Eisenstein, where they were talking about how humanity is going through a birth right now. Like Mm -hmm. there's all this pressure. There's all this literally to use the same word chaos. And that's part of the natural evolution of humanity of consciousness of the universe of itself. And so Bobby's quote was chaos is the system screaming for change it creates, cha- basically, chaos creates flexibility that allows the system to transition to higher levels of the, ver- of the same version of itself. Sorry, the dog is barking, just distracted me. Um, and the only thing that basically Bobby's whole thesis in his book is that the only force driving change is existential crisis and challenge. And it's like, we've talked so much about how uncertainty and challenge leads to opportunity, but I think it's just a it's kind of taking a step back and applying that same thing to what humanity is going through. It's kind of this episode is, um, I'm sure you can apply that to your own life, but looking at the things that we see around us, not as this like negative, like, oh, everything's so polarized and shit is so shitty. And it's like, instead looking at it like, hey, maybe humanity is transitioning to a higher level right now and we're going through a painful transition. Dr. Zach Bush talks about the rebirth, but I don't know, man, do you have any any thoughts on uh, chaos to get us going?
1: I think that's a cool way to look at it because I think when you look at the landscape of our society right now, it is easy to get a little bit down on everything and it seems like everyone's angry. It seems like there's zero agreement between all these different groups of people and everyone has a different opinion on all these different things and everyone's just generally not content with how things are going. And so <clears throat> I think this conversation is a good Im- invitation for people to maybe look at it exactly how you were just talking about. Of maybe this is just like, this is a huge signal that we are kind of reaching that point of we're ready to, we're ready for that transition. Like everyone's fed up with how things have been, the way that they are, the things that are going on right now. So instead of only being caught up in that mindset, it's like almost taking that next step of, accepting that and realizing that that is a critical piece of moving in the direction of progress, if that makes sense. So it's like, it is uncomfortable. It is, um, you know, polarizing in some ways. There are all of these, there is a lot of anger, a lot of confusion. Um, but at the same time, like that breakthrough moment that we're talking about here or that next evolution of what we can be as a collective doesn't happen without this step in the process as well. So I think that's kind of a good reframing for the situation at large.
0: Well said, dude. Um, I've been talking about a little bit on the podcast how like it seems like life is just moving so fast, dude. Like fucking June 13th already? Are you kidding me? And it's been giving me some stress. Like I feel like I'm almost one of the challenges that I'm facing lately is trying to literally like slow down my experience as a human being, because when you get so, I I love to eat the world. I love life. I love to live and move and do shit. So it feels like there's never enough hours in the day. And when I'm able to use, whether you call it positive self-talk or just like self reflection to talk myself through some of these existential crises that we face, that's personally how I deal with this stuff. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a story that kind of exemplifies this whole thing, like in in our lives. I guess we're talking more about the world, anyways.
1: Um, Yeah, I feel like it kind of,
0: dude. I mean, we talked.
1: Yeah, I feel like we talk. We've talked about this from different angles before, and but I think it's good to bring them up again as examples. Like we even talked about this same concept from the fitness perspective of how like discomfort leads to progress and how there's that moment of like wow this is really hard really shitty uh, I don't know if I can make it through this like say you're doing a really difficult workout or going for a long run or just like you know keeping up with a new regimen that's very difficult for you to like stay with but you're understanding that going through that discomfort is going to lead to personal growth in a lot of different ways and so you almost like you sign up for that discomfort, right? So it's almost like how, how can we sign up for these difficult conversations, all of this uncomfort- uncomfortability, if I don't even think that's a word, but like how do we sign up for these turbulent times with the mindset of knowing that this is what's going to lead to progress for humanity in the future. It's like our ability to show up in these turbulent times, in these difficult times with a positive attitude and a positive outlook of the fact that, you know, it's leading us to a better place. And so I think, for me, I just think of those types of examples, whether it be, like, discomfort leading to growth, but I also think about the concept of, of like, boiling points, you know, how, like, if you watch, I don't know, like, how do they, like, or, or pressurizing diamonds, right? Like, it, it, it has to get to this certain level of, like, before anything breaks through, it almost, ha- it, there's a reason why it's, called breaking through, right? Like it has to change its entire structure of, of elemental being or whatever, until it makes that breakthrough to the next formation of whatever it's going to be. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think that's kind of a cool way to look at it. And, and it at least helps me sit with these feelings a little bit better to just kind of like have that that overall understanding that things do change like in that in that way um another thing that I kind of I I had this conversation with Tori the other day too because like her and I have both been kind of like feeling like relative anxiety just with work and with like just everything I don't know just I I feel like everyone kind of just went through a mental Mentally challenging period of time for the past couple of weeks and months. I feel like everybody that I talked to is on a sim- on a similar page. Um, Bro, it's but,
0: like gas prices, inflation, like 80%. dude. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you like name it. There's something. Americans. Yeah, there's something. Percent of Americans are scared of their finances right now.
1: Right. Um, but I was reflecting because her and I had a good conversation yesterday too about like don't forget how much can change even in a day. And I was reflecting on that just even not only in my personal life, but even with like running the businesses over the past couple of years, it's like, it always goes in these ebbs and flows of like really good momentum and then dips of just like very difficult times, unlucky breaks, like shit hitting the fan. And it was like this ongoing battle. I don't even want to call it a battle. It's more like a dance, but... Because we got to this point where we started to realize that like it would get better after like the worst situations were always preparing us for like the biggest breakthroughs, if that made sense. So then it it became motivating because whenever it started to dip into that negativity, we understood that it was just the world preparing us for whatever that next breakthrough is going to be. And so it almost provides a little bit of motivation and a little bit of confidence once you go through that a few, different t- a few times because then you start to embrace those difficult situations with that mindset instead of just having this existential dread of like, oh, my God, things are so bad. This is how it's always going to be. Everything's so fucked, like blah, 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 blah. Um, so really it's just like it's kind of a mindset shift, right?
0: hundred percent, man. I I went up and hiked. uh, There's a a hike near Seattle. It's called Mailbox Peak. It's a very popular um, hike. It's 4,000 feet of elevation and two and a half miles. So it's pretty steep. And uh, my dad, my bro and I did it the other day and we pushed ourselves pretty hard, you know, three guys trying to, you know, kind of there's a lot of people on the trail so like once you pass somebody you can't really slow down cuz you got to keep the pace up otherwise you're going to look dumb um anyways yeah i just dude there was this moment where i was hurting so much my body was just screaming at me like dude this is too much i'm i'm the steps that you're taking are like they're like very tall like two or three steps you're going up roots basically like super mm. big steps and i just got to this moment where i was like laughing cuz i was like suffering so much but i just like I, dude, i've I'm not trying to brag. I literally have learned to love like those moments and recognize like, oh, this is when it sucks. This is like later today is when you're going to look back and be like, God, that was good. You know, and now I'm sitting here like thankful that I pushed myself intentionally just to your point, like seeking out that discomfort. And Zach Bush's whole thing is like our first, the first action that we do as humans is becoming birthed. And it's mm-hmm. a fight, right? The mom is battling. It's not a dance. It's a fucking yeah. battle, <laughs> yeah, what I've heard. It's like a yeah. long, physical, grueling <laughs> process. Uh, and that child is, like, definitely fighting, too. Like, it's it's trying to get out. It's, like, going through the most difficult thing it's gone through. And when it does get out, it has this sense of, like, empowerment, if you will. Like, we're almost what's baked into us from, like, a from the level from day one is like this fighting this fighting spirit so like that's kind of the the ethos of what i resonated with so much with dr zach bush and so many people are looking at it like civil war is coming or like this or that or you know there's and yeah. don't get me wrong i love the politics and i love getting into it but um what I, I think what you said and just taking a step back like the mindset that we bring to this stuff is, is everything. And, uh, if you can train yourself to love like the, the process of chaos, like that's essentially when I look to the people that I want to aspire to be like, it's the people who can navigate chaos, Mm. people that can get up and speak in front of audiences, someone who can answer a hard question or touch a subject that's maybe difficult to talk about. Like basically being able to like stay calm in chaotic moments is something that, uh, like I a respect critical a ton. and it's like <laughs> in, ath- in athletic surfing. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You read my well, mind.
1: Well, dude, that baby example is really interesting too, because if you think about that from the baby's perspective, like it doesn't know where it's going, right? Or maybe it. I mean, for you know, maybe it does. Who knows? But for conversation's sake, that baby doesn't know where it's going, but it's fighting to get there, right? So it's like it's fighting with all of its might to like get to be birthed into this next world of, of existence for itself. Right. And so it's, it's, it doesn't even know what it's fighting for, but it's going through that and like trying to get to that next step. And I think that's kind of what we're doing as humans right now too. Like we are experiencing this quote unquote fight, this, all of this uncomfort, this chaos. And I think it's because we're like yearning for a better world. Right. And we're like trying to get to whatever that whatever that means. And that is a place where like all of our human needs are met, like our fundamental needs are met. Um, and you know, love is at the center of everything that, that makes the world go round. And so I feel like that is the fight that's going on, right? Is for, is, is the fight between the gap of where we are and where, you know, humans want the world to be. And I think, That can look a lot of different ways, but I think for the most part, at the very core of it, like we're all kind of fighting for very similar things, and like we just want to be loved and understood, and feeling like we have some purpose and like a place in the world, and um, yeah. So it's kind of interesting. It's like it's I don't know something about that example of the baby, like it's in you saying that how. Dr. Zach Bush is saying that it's like fighting to get there, even though it has no idea where it's really like going or why it's why it's going there, and and then thinking about kind of like the where we're at right now. It's it seems very it seems a little similar,
0: dude. I love what you just said. Um, when you're in a storm, it looks like there's just chaos all around you. But if you were in a plane flying at 35,000 feet, you literally, sometimes you could be above the clouds in the sunshine at the same time in the same geographical space. So I have this like analogy that I sometimes think like when you're going through something, especially with regards to like mental health, because Mm. it's, it feels like a storm in your mind. Like, I, I think I heard someone describe it that way. Like maybe it was Goggins where... When you're in the middle of the storm, it feels like it's never going to end and that you're just like getting thrown this way and that way. It's super uncomfortable, but that thing will pass. No storm lasts forever. Oh, and we were talking about how like when you go through this, one guy told me he, uh, in the sauna, I'm a big, big dude sauna conversation fan myself. How are you? Uh, nice. I
1: usually yeah, keep dude. it to myself, but every once in a while when, well, when the conversation sparks, I enjoy them. But yeah, go well, on.
0: Well, that's because you go to the YMCA, bro. Everyone in there is 400 years old.
1: That's true. 400.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. But this guy was just talking about how like when you go through significant challenges, he had a lung collapse and I'm all over the place. This is a different. Guy oh, keep it
1: going. About, you know, yeah. Know
0: he had his lung collapse and he just said, dude, like I, I, you know, basically am now stronger for future challenges because I've already gone mm. through a challenge. It's like set the bar at like, okay, I can deal with like this level of challenge. Certainly there's something bigger coming. And I love that. Like, you're training for the future challenges that you are going to face. Like to your point, you don't necessarily know where you're going. So it's how do you build resilience, grit, whatever the word you want is, so that like the inevitable challenges, existential crises of life, when it hits you, you're ready for it. Like the, yep. that's like one of my biggest things that I want to be able to yeah. handle is like being strong when I have – very difficult things happen to me and
1: yeah. Yeah. And to not try to fight against it too, you know, because you don't get to choose the lessons that you learn all the time, you know, like, or ever for the most part or the things that are going to happen to you. And so it's just like, it's all comes back to mindset, I guess, just because I feel like you can have unfortunate things happen to you for no apparent reason. And you can get stuck in the mindset of like, why? Right. Instead of just being like, it is what it is, and, like, how do I continue to conduct my life in a way that's going to continue to make, like, to allow me to still have a level of happiness at my baseline, but also to create resilience, create um, adaptability, and just, you know, the overall sense that you're going to keep moving forward, like, no matter the circumstances, because, like, I think it is all about moving forward and, like, continuing on. Um, because what's the alternative, you know, like I feel like life, if you look at it, there's a different way to look at it too. It's like life can just be in like a repeating cycle of unfortunate events that are happening to you. If that's the way that you choose to see the world, right? Because whereas somebody else would have the same exact life experience and say, and have a completely different mindset of, of just kind of being like the, You know, change is going to happen. Hard times are going to happen. But I still, I have this life to be lived. And there's so much more than just those challenges.
0: Yep. Dude, so well said. I mean, it's all perspective and like how everything is relative is the take that I was trying to get at when I lost my train of thought.
1: Mm, mm -hmm. Um,
0: And it's crazy, dude. The, The same conversation I had in the sauna, one of the guys told me that he sees life. One of his life philosophies is, We just learn the same lesson over and over again in different ways. When someone tells me that, I'm like, like I firmly disagree with that. Like the whole (laughs) point of being a human being is to learn a lesson and then move on and learn a new lesson. Like if you're learning the same thing over and over again, that's called insanity, and that's not what you want. So, uh, (laughs) but what I was saying about like going through this like broad challenge that we're going through. If you look at it from inside the storm, you look at the gas prices. Every time I get off the highway coming back to my house, I look up and see that sign. It's now up to almost six dollars. Dude, it's six forty here, and I feel this like, dude, that's you know, if it that's out of my control. I don't get to control the price of gas. Like I get to control how hard I work, but I'm only getting paid a certain amount. So if that gas price goes up, that's just cutting cutting into everybody's <laughs> profits and and yeah. and everything. So that being said take a different perspective, like take a step back and put yourself in like literally, I mean, you, you doesn't. You don't have to change the year. You could just go to a different country, go to India or go to Africa and be like, okay, would I rather have $6 gas in the US that's a little stressful for me to pay for? Or would I rather be in another country with no access to a car and no likelihood of ever having like a career that I'm on right now, you know? So it's like yeah. being basically taking a step back and saying how I guess like really what I was trying to get at is like, how much of your life do you have to spend? How much time does it take for you to get the amount of dollars to trade in order to transport yourself with that gas, like taking really like granular level, even though inflation is up, it's still, in my opinion, such a great time to be alive because we don't have to spend 95% of our lives just trying to sustain ourselves Even though we're coming off this peak of like everything was so great, you know, things were easy to buy, everything was cheap, people were doing well, and that's a generalization. Obviously, people are struggling. But um, yeah, just knowing that that shit's going to come back, we're going through a hard time. Like We've been talking about how this is a period where it's time to plant seeds, not harvest seeds. Like if Mm. you're trying to harvest your your seeds right now, uh, whether that's selling off some stocks that are extremely low-priced, uh or whatever. Like tr- basically just trying to extract value too early is yep. uh another lesson that I d I don't want to do. Wanna avoid yeah. that shit.
1: Yeah, no, lots to think about. This is a good this is a good topic. I think it's important to kinda chew on this one a little bit and then really take a little mental inventory of your life and see if there's any areas where you're um feeling a little victimized and, and see if there could be some positivity from shifting that around a little bit.
0: hundred percent, bro. Well, this is a fun episode. I mean, hopefully it was interesting to listen to. And as a, at a bare minimum, the value that we provided is directing people to listen to these two other podcasts with some Epic
1: people. So yeah, those are great. uh,
0: Doctor Zach Bush, Eisenstein, Aubrey Marcus's podcast is just profound. The, the analogy of humans going through birth and essentially seeing humanity as like an eagle, I think is how Dr. Zach Bush talks about yeah, two it. two wings An eagle flying with one wing. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. Love that shit, dude. That's yeah, like really good. We're
0: still flying. Like the eagle's powerful. It can still fly, but it it's goes off a course. Out of it balance. goes off course.
1: And yeah.
0: Once it That's gets that stuff. second wing up.
1: hmm Yes, sir. We'll be flying.
0: I got two dogs to take care of today. I'm about to hit the mountain bike and uh kick the week off, dude. I'm fired yeah, up. I'm about to but, go for uh, it.
1: Yep, until next week. Talk to you
0: guys, peace.